are listening to Discovering the Bible Podcast with Pastor Holly Howard from Bridge of Hope Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. My name is Sarah Thomas, and I'm the host and creative arts director here at Bridge of Hope Church. This week, we take you to a journey in Israel with Pastor Holly Howard as she reads out of Psalm 121 with a message titled, The Ascension Steps. So we hope you enjoy, and let's get started. This is one of the 15 Psalms of Ascents. And the Psalms of Ascents were from Psalm 120 to Psalm 134. And according to the Talmud, these 15 Psalms, they somehow developed a connection to the steps leading up to the temple. And uh, um, as we've already heard referred, you notice that you have a step, you have one short step where you're sitting and you have a long step. So they didn't just, like Tamar just said, they didn't just rush in to the presence of God. They, they took a short step and then they would get on the long step and they would pause. And they would pause so that they could worship the maker of heaven and earth. They would pause so that they could humble themselves and they could, they could worship an almighty God. See, you didn't rush in to the presence of God because they had a holy reverence for the Lord. They had a, a holy fear. This is God Almighty. And imagine you watched the video before you came in here, the awe and the wonder that they must have felt coming up to look up at this place, to look up at this magnificent structure. And you're already struck by this huge impressive structure that many probably have never seen before and you come up and you're in awe already just by the magnificence of the structure and it's a magnificent structure because they're serving a magnificent awesome God and so you step on a long step and you pause and you pray see it's not like us in America where we walk in and we grab our coffee and you we casually enter into into the sanctuary or into the auditorium to have worship it's not like us in America where where we wait on the worship leader to lead us into the presence of God and we wait for the pastor to preach a message to make us feel good where we just kind of casually just walk into a house of worship and we give no consideration to God the Father. We don't do anything to prepare our hearts just like the mikvah. They would prepare their hearts. They would, they would wash themselves clean. That's a form of repentance. They would repent and then they would come here and they would praise and they would worship as they enter in and they think about the Lord. When is the last time you got in your car and on your way to church you were repenting and you were cleansing your heart? When is the last time in your car on your way to church before you ever got there that you sang songs of worship, that you sang songs of praise? When's the last time you worshiped and you got into the presence of God before you ever stepped foot? into the house of worship. When's the last time you didn't rely on the worship leader to lead you into the presence of God, but you got there yourself and you led your family there? So you didn't rush into the presence of God. The psalmist said that you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and you enter into his courts with praise. You see, praise and thank a thankful heart the position of the heart. That's the way that you enter into the presence of God. So I can probably assume that the opposite is true. If I can't enter, if I have to enter into the presence of the Lord with thanksgiving, with a thankful heart and with praise, then complaining in a negative spirit is going to be the opposite and that that's going to take me out of the presence of God. We can't enter into our church services 
griping and complaining about the color of the carpet, griping and complaining about how loud the music is or what style of the music is, griping and complaining about what somebody's wearing or because somebody didn't speak to me, or but pastor didn't shake my hand, pastor didn't recognize me. That's not, that's not a thankful heart. That's not a, a heart of praise. And that's not how we enter in to the presence of an awesome, magnificent, holy God, Elohim, the creator of the universe, the creator of the earth. You see, they came ascending up, moving up, going up with their mind focused on God. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's what these psalms were. They were songs of praise that would turn their hearts and their thoughts on God. The hearts and their thoughts weren't on everything else. The hearts and their thoughts weren't on what we're going to have for lunch after the pastor would hurry up and shut up so I can go to the, beat the Baptist to the dinner line, right? That's not, that's not what their hearts and their thoughts were focused on God. The Hebrew translation uh, for the word ascent, the Psalms of ascent, and these steps, ascension steps, that Hebrew word is ma'alot. It means steps ascending, to go up. It was going up to meet with God. They sang these songs as they went up. Are you down? Do you need an invitation to go up in your spirit, to go up in your emotions? Are you depressed? Have you been down? I want to invite you to look to the heavens, look to the hills, look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord. I want you to think about the journey. We've come from Dan. We've, we've, we've been and on a bus ride and we've driven the, the, the terrain and the long drive to Jerusalem. Think about the pilgrimage that some of these people, how far they had to go. They were on foot. This, this journey presented many dangers. And so they would sing these songs as they were, they were making their journey to Jerusalem, and many of them were very far from the presence of God. Think if you, if you were from the tribe of Dan, how far you lived, how far you were from the temple of God. And so they faced many, many possible dangers. <clears throat> and the psalmist talks about, this Psalm 121, it talks about some of the dangers, the, the heat of the day. So you know what it's like to be in, the, in, in Masada, in the desert terrain, in the heat, right? Well, we're there in the springtime, and some of us were already, like Aaron, were already experiencing a little dehydration. He was getting too hot. And so think about, think about you're, you're traveling not on bus with an air condition. You're traveling by foot with the caravan of, of those from your village, and you're walking through the desert terrain. And, and they would make this trip three times a year. They came for Passover in the spring. They came for Pentecost in the summer when it's really hot here, and for Tabernacle in the fall. Three times a year they made this journey and so you had the heat of the day, that blazing hot sun that you're traveling, you're walking through. There were dangers at night. You had animals of prey that they needed something to eat, right? And maybe you were their meal. Maybe you were what they were going to snack on. There were dangers by night. There were animals that needed to find something to eat. There were highway robbers he said he would preserve you from evil in Psalm 121. And then there was the terrain. 
You remember the, tr the, 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 you know, walking around and Dan and how there was the rocks and we were slipping and we were going down the hill and some of us fell and you had a terrain that, that could present dangers by slipping, falling. You could have broken an ankle, twisted an ankle, broken an arm. They could have fallen. And if you can't walk, how are you going to get up to the presence of God if you, if you break something on the journey here? So there was many dangers that they faced. And I want to, I want you to know that that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to stop your worship. He wants to stop your praise. He wants to keep you out of the presence of God. He doesn't want us to make the journey up into his presence. He doesn't want us to make that journey because he knows how powerful our praise is. Think about what happened at the baptism of the Jordan when the presence of God was coming down and, and how life-changing that encounter with God was. See, the enemy wants to stop your praise. If he has to send something to rob you, to distract you, to keep you out of the presence of God, he will. So how did they face their problems? They faced all these many dangers on their journey that would be very long to get here. What did they do? They sang songs. Songs were sung on the pilgrimage as they made their way up to the, of the temple to meet with God. So the pilgrim would start in his remote location and he would where he lived and he would be lamenting his, his living conditions, longing to be near the house of God because some of them lived so far away from God. You see, they didn't have the presence of God with them at all times. The presence of God was in the temple. Jesus had not come. The veil had not been rent in two. So the presence of God did not dwell in the hearts of mankind. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit now. The presence of God dwelt in the temple. And if you live somewhere like Dan, you were very far, very far from the presence of God. So you, the pilgrim would start and lament the fact that he was so far away from God. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt like you were far from God? Have you ever wanted more? Have you ever felt stuck, not satisfied? Have you ever felt like something in your life was missing? Like you needed something in your life to change? That's what this would have been like to be so far from God. What they experienced, we experience today, those dry seasons where you pray and you don't feel like your prayers are being answered. You feel like your prayers are hitting a glass ceiling. You feel so far from God and you wonder, God, where are you? Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt like that? This traveler on his journey, he would look to the hills in the distance and he would wonder, maybe even fear and have a little apprehension about what's going to be on the other side of this long journey ahead. Will I make it? But if they had fears, this is what they would do as they would journey and, and make their way up to the presence of God, up to the temple. They would remind themselves of God's faithfulness. They would sing these songs of his faithfulness. They would sing songs that would remind them that God is their protector. They would sing songs about the character of the God that they served. And they would keep their eyes looking up on the God of the universe. They would keep their eyes looking up to him instead of on their circumstances that they were facing. They would keep their eyes on the problem solver and not on their problem. They didn't look down and dwell on their circumstances of where they were in their life. They looked up. They kept their hearts and their minds focused on the word of God, focused on the faithfulness of God, focused on the character of God, focused on the goodness of God. And they would sing these songs of how great, how great God was. Psalm 84, 
And five says, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord, who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. That's exactly what we've been doing since we've been here on this trip. And I can't let my mind be overcome with fear. I can't let my mind become overcome with anxiety or worry or hopelessness or discouragement. I have to get my mind and my heart focused on God. We have to get it in our hearts that I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to stay in a place where I feel far from God. I'm not going to stay in a place of fear because of my circumstances. I'm not going to stay in a place of hopelessness or despair or discouragement because I serve a mighty God, Elohim, the creator of the heavens and earth. If he could create the heavens and the earth, what in the world, why in the world would he not be able to solve my problem? So I'm going to lift my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help, I know, comes from the Lord. He is the maker of heaven and earth, and he can solve all my problems. All I have to do is cry out and ask for him. He says, if you'll draw near to me, he, draw nigh unto him, and he will draw nigh unto us. If I cry to him for help, he promises in Psalm 91 that he will hear me, and he will answer me, and he will honor me, and with long life I will see his salvation. Even, even the Israelite exiles, they even sang these songs on their way back out of being in captivity 70 years by the Babylonians. We've heard a lot about the history since we've been here. They sang their way out of captivity. They sang their way out of bondage. Are you facing bondage today? Is there that thing in your life that you can't seem to get free from, that habitual sin? Maybe you struggle with something and you've been praying for God to set you free. Sing your way out. They sang their way out of bondage. Do you want to move to the next place in God? Then sing. Do you want to get up out of the captivity of sin? Then sing. Sing of his faithfulness. Sing of his character. Sing of his goodness, of his righteousness, of his holiness, of his faithfulness. That he is God and he is able and nothing is too difficult for him. Sing your way out. Sing your praises to God. And lift up your eyes to the hills from whence cometh your help. We have a song in America based on this, on this Psalm 121 that, that's become popular. And uh, as I close, and you think and ponder on the things that, that I've said, as I close with this song, I want you to get your heart and your focus on the Lord. I want you to put your heart and your focus on Him as I sing this song. And if there's that situation, if you feel like the brass heavens have been over you and God hasn't heard you, or if you feel there's a bondage in your life, or, or you feel you felt far from God, or you have felt down and you need an invitation to go up, I want you to, I want as I sing this song, I want you to, I want you to give it to the Lord and I want you to look to the hills from which comes your help and allow the God of the universe, Elohim, the maker, the creator of heaven and earth to come in into your situation and let him take it and let him solve it. He will be your protector. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. He said he will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord which keepeth thee 
here will not slumber nor sleep for the lord is thy keeper the lord is thy shade upon thy right hand upon thy right hand no the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night he shall preserve thy soul even forevermore my help my help my help all of my help cometh from the lord my help my help my help all Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Discovering the Bible with Pastor Holly Howard. Our prayer is that you're blessed and challenged by every single one of these episodes and that you share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Want to learn more about Bridge of Hope Church and who we are? Head over to thebridgecincy.com or Bridge of Hope Cincy on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much.